Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 129, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back everyone, and I haven't mentioned it for the last few days, but today it's Halfway's Eve, the day before we hit our halfway mark, day 130. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now, it's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. So hello Marvin, and happy Half Day's Eve to you. Oh, happy Half Day's Eve to you too, Dave. Now, Dave, you said there was going to be a surprise on day 130. There is Marvin. So boys and girls, make sure you don't miss tomorrow's podcast because, well, I can't tell you or it will ruin the surprise. Okay. Well, I sure hope this cake involved, Dave. You definitely said there would be cake. Well, we will see what tomorrow brings, Marvin. But for now, let's get to today's reading. Now, for the last while, we've been very much focused on the northern kingdom of Israel and we're going to stick with them for just a little bit longer. Okay. Now, we went from Ahab, the worst king, to his son Ahaziah, And then when he died to another of Ahab's sons, Joram. Yeah, and they all worshipped false gods, huh, Dave? They did. But you might remember that God told Elijah that he was going to punish and get rid of all of Ahab's family. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do remember it. That was a while ago, huh? It was. But we know that God never forgets or breaks a promise. And so today, we'll hear about who was going to come along next. Okay, yeah, so who's reading today? Today, it's our friend Billy. Oh, hi, Billy. Today, our reading is 2 Kings 9. 1 to 13. Elisha the prophet sent for a man from the group of the prophets. Elisha said to him, Tuck your coat into your belt. Take this bottle of olive oil with you. Go to Ramoth Gilead. When you get there, look for Jethu. He's the son of Josaphat, the son of Nishema. Go to Jethu. Get him away from his companions. Take him into an inner room. Then get the bottle Pour the oil on his head. Announce to him, The Lord says, I anoint you as king over Israel. After that, open the door and run away. Do it quickly. So the young prophet went to Ramoth Gilead. Where he arrived, he found the army officers sitting together. Commander, I have a message for you, he said. For which of us? asked Jethu. For your commander, he replied. Jethu got up and went into the house. Then the prophet poured the oil on Jethu's head. He announced, The Lord is the God of Israel. He says, I am anointing you as king over the Lord's people, Israel. You must destroy the royal house of your master Ahab. I will pay them back for spilling the blood of my servants, the prophets. I will also pay them back for the blood of all the Lord's servants that Jezebel spilled. The whole house of Ahab will die out. I will destroy every male in Israel who is related to Ahab. It does not matter whether they are slave or free. I will make Ahab's royal house like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat. I will make it like the house of Basha, the son of Ahijah. Dogs will eat up Jezebel on a piece of land at Jezreel. No one will bury her. Then the prophet opened the door and ran away. Jeshu went out to where the other officers were. One of them asked him, Is everything all right? 
Why did that crazy man come out to you? You know the man, you know the kinds of things he says, Jethro replied. That's not true, they said. Tell us. Jethro said, here is what he told me. He announced, the Lord says, I am anointing you as king over Israel. The officers quickly grabbed their coats. They spread them out under Jethu on the bare steps of the house. Then they blew a trumpet. They shouted, Jethu is king. Thanks, Billy. Okay, so this guy Jehu is going to be the next king, huh? He is, and God is going to use him to punish all of Ahab's family for the evil they have done amongst his people. Okay, yeah, so two of Jezebel's sons have been king since she was the queen, even though she killed a bunch of God's prophets. I I guess she probably figured God wasn't going to do anything about it, huh? Yep, probably. Jezebel had had a lot of time, and in that time she had done a lot of evil. But God does not forget, and there is no escaping his justice. Evil will be punished. Remember that verse we've mentioned before? The wages of sin is death. Jezebel may well have thought that she could do whatever she wanted, but, well, we'll see tomorrow. That just wasn't true. Okay. Now, Marvin, if you were listening really closely just then, you heard me say that there is no escaping God's justice. Oh, yeah, I did hear that, Dave. Now, that's important because we need to understand that if we're going to understand the cross. Well, what do you mean? So, well, let's hear what the professor has to say. It's Professor Westminster. It's Professor Westminster. It's Professor Westminster. Well, we were just talking about God's justice and why Jesus had to die on the cross. Oh, I see, yes. Yes, that is very important, yeah? You see, we talk a lot about Jesus dying so our sins can be forgiven, yeah? But when God forgives our sins, he does not just say, Okay, well, you said sorry, so let's just forget about all the wrong things you have done. No, he doesn't. No, no, Marvin. God is just unfair, and sin deserves to be punished, yeah? It would not be fair or right of him just to say, hmm, all that sin just doesn't matter anymore. Oh, so we can't just be forgiven? Oh, we can be forgiven, Marvin. But the punishment has to be given. It has to. And so, when Jesus went to the cross, well, he took our punishment. It had to go somewhere, and it went to him, so that it wouldn't have to go to us, yeah? Oh, I see. Thanks, Professor. So, boys and girls, when sin is forgiven, it doesn't just get ignored. God doesn't just decide to forget about it after a while because he loves us. Sin will always be punished eventually. But today, thank God for Jesus for taking the punishment that was going to come to us. Oh, wow, Dave. Yeah, gosh, that sure is good news. I have a hard time trying to stop sinning sometimes. It would be really awful if I knew that my punishment was waiting for me. Yeah, Marvin, we all struggle with sin. And that is why the Bible is such amazingly good news. It takes away the fear of punishment that would be coming. And instead, well, we get to look forward to an amazing forever with God in heaven. The Bible tells us salvation is the free gift of God. And it is free for us. But it cost Jesus his life so that we could have it. Oh yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, Marvin. Okay, so we will leave it there. And we will be back tomorrow for the big day 130. Happy Half Day's Eve, everyone. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. 
we'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh.